0: From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. I am
1: back. I hope everyone is doing well this wacky Wednesday, World War three Wednesday. We've got coming up first hour first time guest Adriana Reed of Camino coin CaminoCompany.com. I believe they're out in California so we'll be talking about finance the economy CBDCs how to prepare for them precious metals uh, I believe you can even get uh, your precious metals through them I saw her first on Dave Janda's program I'm a fan of his show and thought why don't I get her on and then Lynn Taylor will be returning second hour to talk uh more United abominations globalism to start with a few quotes uh, I I'm very much enjoying this cynical Publius account on X his latest he says quote I've come to understand that Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece Eyes Wide Shut was not fiction about an unhappy married couple instead it was a documentary about America's power elite also Alexander Solzhenitsyn back in the day wrote quotes in their correspondence Marx and Engels frequently stated that terror would be indispensable after achieving power that after achieving power we will be considered monsters but we couldn't care less that kind of sounds like uh, our current ruling regime in the West uh, especially uh also this one was from Ni Mingda uh, a, a Chinese geopolitical analyst who says quote Ukraine is finished and has become a failed state for being a NATO dagger thousands of Ukrainians have died in vain so now Western rulers are looking for a Taiwanese Zelensky but they won't get a proxy war with China they will get a direct war and the US homeland will burn so boy oh boy are those some harsh words there and uh Richard Poe who I have had on my who I've had on my podcast he had a great thread on X as well talking about how the Brits are behind everything particularly COVID and he's uh running off of Dr Martin um what's I'm forgetting his name now The the Mar- Martin mm, forgetting <laughs> yeah, everyone knows the bald dude who talks about Corona stuff but basically he traces it back to. Uh, the royal family welcome trust uk it's got a lot of sense uh that the thesis um what else we got going on in germany it's announced applicants for naturalization in the eastern german state of saxony anhalt are now required to declare their support for israel's right to exist that is quite interesting German politicians have repeatedly described Israel's security as Germany's Strat meaning that Germany has a special historical responsibility to protect Jewish people and support the state of Israel after perpetrating the Holocaust but it's kind of far out to ask uh, you know someone naturalizing to become a citizen being required to declare their support for a foreign state kind of odd uh for again I'm looking at it from applying the rules uh, across the board to everyone you know when i be imagine if uh, them telling me when I became a naturalized Mexican citizen uh, if they were would have required me to declare their support uh, my support for some foreign state that would be kind of weird this uh you can't make up these headlines seriously Telegraph, <laughs> Telegraph reports woker than woke African female Santa Claus canceled by Belgian city a female Santa Claus calling for Belgium to be liberated from colonial ideology has been canceled by the city of Ghent critics labeled Queen Nicola was to be draped in the colors of the Palestinian flag woker than woke as the mayor caved into pressure to call off her visit to the town hall there's nothing wrong with Sinterklaas I guess Santa Claus as we know him we shouldn't try to turn him into something else Queen Nicola an African alternative to Santa Claus the Belgian Santa Claus had been due to hand out gifts to children at the Flemish City's Town Hall um seriously how do you go from Santa Claus to African female with Palestinian flag wrapped around her um yeah, they're sort of just really destroying everything now uh this is really no surprise joseph vincent dea informant became the fourth person to plead guilty in court for his role in the assassination of haiti's president all roads lead back to washington and maybe london uh, as well um nbc reports defying presidents in congress the atf dea fbi and U.S. Marshals shroud their shootings in secrecy. Kind of related to the previous story, but one of the gems in this article from NBC says, there are no consequences for these federal agencies. We often find that they're engaged in behaviors that either violate the Constitution or that are contrary to the values of a democratic society. Let's just get rid of all the alphabet agencies. Uh, How about that? And here's one more for, for, for you. Heretz today reports that Israeli police greenlight march rallying for full Jewish control over Temple Mount. It's like Bible prophecy screaming out of the screen. Um, Israel's p- uh, police has authorized far-right Jewish activists to march on the Temple Mount, Al Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem tomorrow evening to demand an end to control by the Islamic Endowment, which administers the holy site. Activists are calling to restore full Jewish control over the Temple Mount and. Jerusalem, controlled that has traditionally declared a strong opposition to any Jewish religion expression there against the waq waqf. Wa- um, hey, the one, we gotta get that third temple up and running for the Antichrist. All right, uh, a reminder that. Um, If you enjoy listening to TNT Radio and you think we're doing a good job, do let us know. Leave likes, positive reviews, comments on, on our Facebook Gab Getter. Leave a podcast review over at Apple, Spotify, and elsewhere. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's News Talk TNT Radio.
0: It's the stuff. It's that division people are talking about. And that cluelessness that they want to push. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Reportedly, a former Ukrainian lawmaker who had settled in Mother Russia and was sentenced in Ukraine for treason was shot and killed in a village outside Moscow. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT radio news producer Adam Clark aka ruckus
2: thanks Rory this seems to happen to a select group of individuals I wonder what could it be uh well uh, apparently on Wednesday Russian media uh was the first basically to report that they had discovered a body a dead body in a region close to Moscow in Russia and they said it was a former Ukrainian opposition lawmaker this particular politician was known as a staunch critic of President Vladimir Zelensky. So, yeah, that'll get you in trouble these days. I wonder who could have done it. Well, we don't need to wonder uh, because not long after that report, uh, Ukrainian um, sources reported that the security service of Ukraine, the SBU, confirmed they were responsible for the killing of of this particular former member of parliament uh he was found dead in uh, I said this already a region of Moscow I don't know exactly where uh but I don't think it was technically inside Moscow somewhere close by like a suburb or something uh the report from the Ukrainian state news outlet described Ilya Kiva that's who it was as a quote top traitor collaborator and propagandist criminal end quote and stated he was liquidated with quote unquote small arms or gunfire. The BBC reports a spokesman for Ukrainians military intelligence not only confirmed the state sanctioned assassination, but said more would follow. He claimed that. Uh, he is claimed to have said, quote, yes, we can confirm Kiva is no more. This fate will befall other traitors of Ukraine and puppets of Putin's regime, end quote. The outlet said his body was found in a village to the west of Moscow and that Russian police were investigating. The mail stated he was found with, quote, a gunshot wound to the head, end quote. The former presidential candidate had been a parliamentarian for the pro-Moscow opposition platform for life party in Ukraine's parliament, was but was stripped of his seat in 2022 after he spoke out in favor of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Days after Kibo was kicked out of parliament, his entire party, along with 11 other Ukrainian pro-Russia parties, was banned as part of the nation's state of emergency martial law rules. Democracy, you know. Uh Kiva fled Ukraine to Russia and he was convicted in absentia of high treason for his support of Russian military action. In an April 2022 interview, Kiva had said, quote, Zelensky, his entourage, and Western curators, end quote, were afraid of Russian nuclear weapons and claimed that Zelensky himself was a drug addict. Kiva has also previously accused Zelensky of using assassination plots to get rid of his political rivals oh the irony the killing came just days after Kiev major Vitali klitsko grabbed headlines worldwide with a rare expression of dissent from a serving Ukrainian politician expressing his concern that quote Ukraine would soon no longer be any different from Russia end quote somebody better put a welfare check out on that guy uh, it also comes amid a slew of other former ukrainian opposition lawmakers uh quote-unquote traitors apparently also eliminated uh wow there's quite a lengthy list uh i won't get into all of them but uh let's see just last month there was another pro-russian ukrainian politician mikhail filiponenko uh, of the russian-occupied Luhansk region, region was killed by a car bomb and then another apparent car bomb killing took place just today Although in this case, the Ukrainian state has not yet claimed responsibility. That would be Oleg, Oleg Popov, uh, who is also a Ukrainian collaborating with the Russian occupation of Luhansk, killed after his car exploded, as reported by Le Monde. So, Arbori. wow, there are just all these critics of Zelensky getting whacked. Wow. Uh, by the way, Zelensky, if you're listening, good job, bro. I like you, man. Everything's cool we're friends what do you think
1: <laughs> well you know this democracy Ukrainian style um also American style because who's backing the Ukrainian state also Brussels Brussels style you know this is European democracy and it's finest you know you instead of serving out your term you get a car bomb you fall out a window off a bridge um you get sniped uh, by the way uh Rukis, do you know who was the highest paid actor in 2023
2: I'm guessing Zelensky it
1: was a great uh, I guess it it became a meme from the not Jerome Powell account on Twitter there's a photo of Zelensky and he says Zelensky was the highest paid actor for the second year in a row he got 26 billion dollars in 2023 there uh there's that's there's truth uh to that there I wonder if um you know what you're discussing these hits we can think of the Miro Tvorec website right that kill list which includes my Croatian president Milanovic and some of my past podcast guests like Scott Ritter uh, and others uh hopefully they don't start expanding these um democratic uh operations I mean they, they've already done it to Russia so I'm wondering you know if, if they start doing this beyond that'd be pretty crazy uh so um yeah you know this is this is what's going on and I've mentioned before um we're seeing a, a, an increase in these types of political assassinations in Latin America in Mexico it's a it's a normal thing here in Mexico <laughs> we saw in Ecuador recently um so yeah it's par for the course and I was just I was just thinking I, I didn't really come across too, too much uh, other interesting Ukraine uh, news what do you what do you make of ukrainian
2: style democracy ruckus it reminds me of uh in case you didn't know i actually have a lot of uh italian heritage uh so i've always been fascinated by the italian mafia uh that's what all of this reminds me of uh so Russia and Ukraine I'm like yeah yo yo the Italians have been doing this for a long time um it is interesting to see these car bombings because again that's I always associate that in my head with uh, like Mafia style stuff but it's certainly not democracy that's for darn sure um this is this is this is a problem I mean they're not kidding when they say they're gonna do this they've been doing it what was it back in August 2022 one of the car bombings uh this one killed Daria Dugina uh the daughter of a pro-invasion commentator uh they thought that they were trying to um target the father and got the daughter by accident uh last April a prominent Russian military blogger Maxim Foman, who is widely known by his pen name Vladlin Tatarsky was killed after a bomb exploded in a Saint Petersburg restaurant where he was meeting with his supporters so this is why I just you know I don't have a car I live on the first floor, uh, so I, I'm fine and I'll just stop going out to eat worry and we're we're safe, right? That's
1: cope, Ruckus. Uh, they will man if they want to get you, they're gonna get you. That's why you know I'm not I don't live a life too paranoid. you know, even if you try to make your best, you know you do apply some operational some situational awareness, but if someone really wants to get you, they're probably going to get you but you know don't, don't forget America we also you know American style democracy Dr Robert Epstein I mean you mentioned them whacking Daria Dugina Alexander Dugin's daughter um maybe they were going for the daughter sometimes it's more painful to go for a family member than the person themselves Dr Robert Epstein the Google uh investigator who I've interviewed who's been on TNT they took out his wife uh maybe two two years ago um in December so it's not just ukrainian style democracy it's also american style democracy uh all right ruckus catch up with you in a bit we have adriana reed of caminocompany.com joining us to talk economy gold silver and that sort of stuff phone lines are open if you got a question along those lines we'll be right back
0: TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties, leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now, marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection.
3: Where are they? Chris
0: Smith on TNT Radio.
2: Take us back in time, and who was Mike Flynn?
3: He was the National Security Advisor To the president
0: why is it that they go after me so hard why me why does barack obama only talk about two
3: people to the incoming president of the united states when i was sentenced the judge says you have been convicted of lying to cover up for donald trump to which i say cover up what russian collusion there was no russian collusion to cover up we see in today's current uh, scenario with President Joe Biden, who came in with high expectations that he has been viewed as divisive. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom.
0: The liberal media say, well, this is his love for his son, and yes, he's going to protect his son. But let me tell you, a lot of fathers love their sons, but their sons had to go
4: to
3: jail when they broke the law. this moment, people see a lot of those telltale signs of a far left drift to the country. Whether you're talking about socialism you're talking about
0: communism socialism is just a kinder cousin of communism but the goal is the same for the state to have control of every aspect of your life we had multiple hearings on different agencies that have actually just gone rogue they took fewer men in the takedown of el chapo than they did to arrest me and comey went back to his organization and brought his other thugs together to basically give him the ground rules. Okay, here's how we're gonna, here's what we're gonna do. And give, now I need some ideas about how to execute this, basically this act of treason.
4: I think we all know, James Comey, that you're a great storyteller because you made up the entire story about Crossfire Hurricane. So it's really fitting that a criminal like yourself wrote a crime novel. you remember me? Remember me from your book signing?
2: It doesn't matter whether they're they're Republican or Democrat, people will sell their soul to obtain an ounce of political power in Washington, D.C. I don't even know that draining the
4: swamp is the appropriate metaphor anymore after what we've seen these last four years. We need basically an exorcism in Washington, D.C.
0: When, you know, Satan is tempting Jesus in the desert, I'll, I'll give you all the riches of the world. I'll give you everything. All you have to do is bow to me. That's what Barack Obama has done. That's what Jim Comey has done. That's what these bastards have done. The Fall of Deceit at SalemNow.com Internet. Internet.
2: A stream online.
0: TNTradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Joining us for
1: the first time on this Rebel transmission is Adriana Reed, head trader, office manager at Camino Coin. That's Camino Company come you can get your precious metals uh from them I believe Nationwide we'll get more into that welcome to TNT Radio Adriana
4: thanks for having me
1: thanks for coming on uh you know I'm a fan of many broadcasters podcasters uh and uh one of them includes Dave Janda which yeah. is uh, I believe how I I discovered you and I saw you on with him uh, and I thought you know it'd be, it'd be great to chat with you and introduce you as well to the TNT Radio Uh, audience. And and if you could maybe tell us a bit about uh, the the work you do and and where you're coming from before getting into some of these uh, happy topics such as CBDCs (laughs) and all that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm one of the head traders here at Camino Company. Um, We are a family business, actually. Um, So I work with my family members. Um, We trade precious metals with the intention of helping people prepare for... Um, A lot of things that I think are going to come down the line and things that have happened. Um, We've been in business for over fifty five years. Our company was started by Bert Blumert, who um, was very heavy um, into the Mises Institute and the Libertarian Party as well. Um, And so Bert, um, a lot of his ideologies were uh, kind of just imprinted on me and how America should be ran. and so uh, I'm very happy to be in the business as well, uh, because I feel like what I do, um, I'm financially insuring people and making sure that um, you know people don't get hit by a lot of the things that are coming our, our way uh, at rapid paces, um, especially for people that are on the ground in America alone um, and need all the help that they can get, unfortunately, because of different circumstances. Um, so that's a lot of what I do. Um, I'm in the precious metals industry, which... Um, I think is absolutely critical right now with, like you said, a lot of the things that we'll be talking about, I'm sure will um, give reason as to why I do what I do.
1: Yeah. And, you know, again, if anyone's got a question, they can call in, but the hour is getting late. You know, I'm a US citizen, I'm down here in Mexico, or I'm also a citizen. And uh you know in 2021 I got banned from Patreon um 2022 the Department of Homeland Security banned me from PayPal so I'm getting banned yeah. on fin- fintech platforms some people are already getting banned uh from banking and yeah. um this is one reason you have to have an anyone's portfolio you know gold silver physical stuff land uh farmland goats uh, and you know some people who maybe don't have too much money it's like it's not you can buy a tenth of an ounce of gold uh, you know a half a half an ounce one ounce of silver yeah. uh so yeah. it's just um it's it's we can get into that later but maybe first to get your thoughts on the state of the economy things just um the government is lying to us saying everything is great uh, or inflation is our fault but right. I, I'm just feeling like the middle class is eroding and in inflation like we've never seen this in, in my lifetime. I've never seen anything like this in the Western world. Your thoughts?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So I 100 percent agree. Number one, I think they are lying to us a lot about the figures that are going on in our country. Um, you know, they say inflation is at three point two percent CPI numbers, but. You know, um, I'm a mom, I have four children myself, and I go to the grocery store, I go to the gas pump, you know, I pay for things just like the average American does. So um, I beg to differ, um, being that I know expenses are much higher than than that. I put them at probably 10 to 20 percent higher right now than anything that we're used to. Um, then you also have unemployment numbers going on right now um, where, you know, those numbers are heavily skewed a lot due to severance payments that are being made. And also, I believe, you know, you have people who are, you know, trying to stay off of unemployment as well. But um, I think those numbers are you know much higher than we think they are, unfortunately, because like you said, the middle class is eroding. Um, that's what inflation does to the middle class is it makes it so they fall you know, just below that impoverished line where it seems that they start needing or start turning towards the government for help, which I think is a lot of what they kind of want. Is they want people to need them more than be independent and on their own. Um, So we see a lot of that going on. Um, The economy, too, alone, I mean, the way that we see things just inflating and bubbling the way they have been, um, I'm a huge believer that I don't believe that we truly fixed the problems of 2008 and also everything before them, to be honest. Um, We kind of put a bandaid on it and then we started riding the wave and now. Um, I think once we pull the band-aid off, it's going to be a huge infection underneath that needs to be fixed. And I think um, there's potential for things to be worse than they've ever been, um, just alone off of, you know, things getting bigger than they should have gotten, to be honest.
1: Yeah, even on the employment, uh, I mean, there's many ways that it's skewed. I've read that there are people who are now holding, you know, two jobs, multiple jobs, and that that's that can't be good you know back in the day you had one job and that's it and there are many experts now coming out I think the the latest there's that book um documentary the great taking David Weber I think it's called I mean many people of his stature coming out and saying this could be the biggest bubble um ever maybe it's even that uh bubble that's referenced in the book of revelations in the Bible Bible when um When it says, uh, I can't recall off the bat, but it says that the whole global economy collapses. Um, That's the scary stuff. We're going to jump real quick, Adriana, to our headlines.
0: TNT Radio News. Big news. Yeah. Routine T Radio News. This is James O'Neill. Representative Kevin McCarthy says he'll leave Congress at the end of the year, two months after becoming the first House Speaker to be ousted from the role in the middle of a congressional term. A Florida real estate agent this week testified in former President Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York that his Mar-a-Lago property is worth at least $1 billion. With the cost of Australia's national disability insurance scheme growing in an unsustainable 14% a year, the federal government hopes to contain its growth to 8%. On air and on the app.
2: I listen on the app.
0: Stay up to date around the clock. I listen, therefore I know. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: We're talking to Adriana Reed of CaminoCompany.com. They are out in California. You can get your precious metals uh, from them, and uh, I believe also nationwide, anywhere in the U.S. And to get your thoughts, maybe on how how you view the economy in terms of how does it work? You know, I, I've heard you talk with Dave uh, about mm-hmm. the Federal Reserve. Um, yeah. Right up behind me, I got the classic book creature from Jekyll Island. Uh, (laughs) sent sent to me one Christmas from the author himself G Edward Griffin uh he he took me out to lunch about a decade ago because I was doing some volunteering work and so we've got the private fed and it just seems like today it's just so obvious now that we're we're run by this oligarchy this um you know the this BlackRock Vanguard system they they are just the modern iteration of you know the, the Dutch East India company um and they get access first to the the money that's that's printed that they get to use before it gets inflated you know when it gets to us and it just seems like we're living in this totally monopolized you know plutocratic uh, oligarchic system Mm -hmm. you know thoughts on how the not you know the American economy but but the global economy economy just seems like they they own the world
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the problem with the Federal Reserve is that they don't answer to anybody. Um, You know, they have no responsibility to the American people, but they control our money supply. Um, If you look right now, especially with, you know, the uh, unfortunate wars that are happening right now, we're funding a lot of those wars. um, And that has to be on the printing press. The reason being is we're in a quantitative tightening phase where it means that no money should be being printed at all right now. With uh, with interest rates as high as they are, with the intention of pulling the money supply back in to kind of you know calm things down, but the issue that you have is is that they continue to print and they're continuing to keep their books you know hidden from the American people that I believe that we should get answers for. Um, if you look historically speaking. Most of the major crashes that America has seen have been post-1913 when Woodrow Wilson implemented the Federal Reserve as a private entity. And then the Great Depression came after that and all the crashes after that. Um, I'm a big believer that... You know, I don't think crashes are accidental or natural anymore because of the Federal Reserve. I believe that a lot of it's caused. um, It's uh, issues that, you know, oh, we didn't see that coming. Well, you know, lots of people call things way ahead of time. You know, we're called crazy, we're called nuts, conspiracy theorists, or whatever it may be. But, you know, the way they're handling the money supply, that's the major issue that I have. You know, we're $33 trillion in debt the average person, if they had go $500 in debt on their credit card, you know, the IRS could be at your doorstep, no problem, and say that you're accountable to pay this back. But it seems that the debt ceiling keeps growing. You know, we keep spending money like crazy, and all on things that actually are not at the benefit of the American people, which is my biggest problem, that I believe that we should be putting America first. And then, you know, if there's leftovers, or, you know, something that we can do to help others, then, you know, let's open the door. But Right now, we need to go very closed door policy to to fix America and what it has going on itself. Um, Globally, I think it's a huge factor of what's going on in the world. Um, You have the BRICS, you know, you have China, Saudi Arabia, Russia, they're all making some very, very strong moves to try to knock the petrodollar off. I think people are underestimating how detrimental that could be to the reserve currency change. Um, I think it could be a huge problem. You see, Brazil has already implemented it. Um, and they're actively working in that sense. Um, I think that could be a huge problem. And then you also have the issue of the global crashes that could go on with how much we rely on other countries for goods. um, I think that we've put ourselves in the position to lack self-sufficiency, which will cause more troubles on our soil with what goes on on other people's as well. Um, So I kind of feel that we're in the mixed and middle of all these things that could really go one way or the other um and it's kind of any given day at this point
1: yeah and and just on what you mentioned I had a question uh you know the the debt the interest payments on the debt I I keep seeing reports that it's it's beginning to balloon now it's we're going to be spending more on servicing the debt than the military-industrial complex which itself is almost reaching reaching a trillion dollars a year which is insane um uh, any thoughts further thoughts on this de-dollarization And, you know, people like G. Edward Griffin, he project in, in many of his predictions have come true in the creature yeah. from Jekyll Island. Uh, and then one of them um, is that eventually all the dollars that are out there in the world would come back, be sent back into the U.S., which would create yeah. inflation and the hyperinflation of the dollar. And then that's echoed by you know many other experts, Peter Schiff and others. Do um, you feel that in our, our, our lifetime um, and, and I think that people argue that it's it's. Um, petro dollar us dollar or petro yuan and I think the BRICS multipolar countries it's the danger is they they're not going to replace it they're just going to with like with a new currency they're just going to knock it off it's um you know the position and then they're going to create a system between themselves so it's not like there's going to be a petro yuan but you know thoughts on if this might happen soon and then I feel like this is really going to bring down the standard of living in the U.S. no if it happens
4: So I I 100% agree. I think the issue is, is that, you know, we have been king for so long of of the entire world that I think that we haven't, um, you know, worked in, in my opinion, in a symbiotic relationship with other countries that would benefit America, benefit the other country, and then trade or do agreements in that sense. I think that America has let um, people take advantage of us for a long, long time. Um, And so, I think the issue that you have is that the, the it is enticing that if I can just say hey I'm just going to trade into my own currency into the next country and I don't have to do all this manipulation of you know going from here to there it's it's enticing because especially with as we're seeing you know even our credit score is coming under question in America America is losing its value that it once had, and therefore it will bring a lot of the dollars back where people don't wanna deal with us anymore. Um, If you hit the point of hyperinflation, in my personal opinion, um, we've seen it in lots of countries. It's happened down in Venezuela, hyperinflation, um, and we saw what happened to them. We saw what happened in Zimbabwe. There's lots of countries that have hit this hyperinflation period. Um, It's the very thing that you wanna avoid because I believe that it could be, On the pace of creating a depression is what you would see at that point um because people wouldn't even know what to do at that point
1: uh unless they got some gold and silver but um i you know (laughs) some of the you know the great reset project that cloud cobra commander klaus schwab talks about It's, it's it's in the book it's not a conspiracy theory um but one of the things that freaks me out the most is what i like to call the algorithm uh, ghetto you know this electronic concentration camp that they're building the cashless society which will then be ah. coupled with digital IDs which mm-hmm. is you know, and, and CBDCs which is effectively a social credit um system uh where yeah. you're penalized for thought crime where you know if you do something and the list just keeps keeps getting longer you don't put on your mask you don't comply with COVID mandates you don't comply with lgbt uh stuff you don't comply with you know esg climate Uh, if you're anti-war you get into trouble uh and so they shut off your bank account um driver's licenses soon are going to be uh digital so you you won't be able to drive uh and so your thoughts on this crazy project where they want to bring us back to the middle ages and then yeah. uh, the the cbdc's which all governments seem to be working on
4: yeah you know i i'm obviously i'm not a fan of it um i think that cash brings a freedom that's what people don't understand is that it's your freedom to say to go to the gas station and spend some money and it not be on a card and swiped or deciding who gets to spend what like you said um You know, I'm a firm believer in the Constitution. I believe that anybody has a right to have their own views. Whether you like them or not, that's not your job. The Constitution says that people have a right to their own views. So um, for me, if they add this, it adds a control that I think Americans are underestimating as well, because, you know, one's views may not be the same in 10 years. You may feel differently about a situation. And therefore, if you have these social credit scores that they would, want to imply or are implying that they would you know implement um i think it could be incredibly detrimental to our freedoms and our liberties which are the very thing that we're trying to protect economically speaking if you put a restraint on a on a family or a person so that they don't have spending capability then their livelihood is is at risk because they can't buy food they can't you know pay for gas or whatever it may be all because of what I perceive as an opinion rather than an actual fact because it's it's more about how you feel about different movements or whatever it may be. Um, I do find though, I think there's enough people in America that I am hoping that we stand up against it. Um, because especially if you see, you know, I'm in Silicon Valley. I I'm right by Silicon Valley Bank. look how quickly that went from being completely fine to not. Um, and the thing is, is the threat of people making a run on the banks is the very thing that also keeps the banks in somewhat in check. Because if if we start withdrawing from our accounts, then they don't have that flow and that circulation they need. And that's why I think cash is incredibly important. Also, um, I think it keeps the banks in line um, as much as we can, um, I should say, because they kind of function on this high society as it is. Um, but being cashless would only make it worse.
1: I, I'm just curious because, you know, here in Mexico in general, I haven't yeah. come across any uh, place yet where which did not accept cash. But um, I, I've done a half dozen trips this year to the U.S. for different conferences.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I and I left many years ago, but uh, I was shocked to find that mm-hmm. I've been uh, finding places. You know, I was in California earlier this year, Texas and Washington, D.C and i was kind of taken aback i was at multiple airports and wanted to get food uh, and no cash accepted even you know walking around the capital in washington at a coffee shop they said no cash accepted so i'm kind of noticing in california when i went out to lunch they said proudly cashless Uh, and it's just nuts Are, are you noticing this sort of trend more and more
4: I think I I would say definitely am. I think the thing that started it was that the first initial statement that was made that was you could get COVID on cash, and that was the reasoning as to why we had to go cashless. Then that was debunked, um, and everybody stayed cashless. Um, so I, I am seeing it more and more, unfortunately. And you'll see there's, um, you know, more specifically, different entities are are following in suit. Um, but I, you know, I, like I said, I don't, I don't stand for it. You know, when I was growing up, cash was King. Um, I think that the other thing about cash, it keeps people at their spending capacities so that they don't develop this extreme debt. Um, you know, it's like, if you give a, an 18 year old, a thousand dollar limit on a credit card, I guarantee they'll max it out within the first month that they have it just off of their lack of understanding of swipe, 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 swipe. Next thing you know, you know, you're a thousand dollars in debt. I think that cash is also critical because you can keep more uh, attention as to what you're spending, how much you're spending, because it's right in front of you. You have to have it to spend it. So I think that's also why cash is incredibly important, especially with how much debt America is taking on right now. We see credit card levels, that. Highest they've ever been, um, and which is really concerning because the banks are also taking on that debt. Um, people are also doing this kind of afterpay thing where they're, you know, buying things and paying for it later, but that's also on the credit card. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I cash should be king and it should stay that way. Um, it solves a lot of problems. It keeps things at ease and at bay. But um, I do agree. I think more and more we are seeing people stick to this cashless ideology and i'm not um maybe i should ask one time when i do walk in and maybe get a a a new reason as to why we're keeping it
1: but i I mean when i when i went to the coffee shop in in texas and i made the order and i had my cash out and i i have like one card which sometimes doesn't work but i was just flabbergasted like they wouldn't allow me to pay with cash. And I was like, I couldn't believe it because at any moment, like it has happened with me with PayPal, I might not yes. have access in the future to a credit or debit card, which means I literally won't be able to buy or sell. Like the yes. like the Bible uh, says, it's time for our break, uh, Adriana. And in, in the final segment, I want to talk about a uh, Camino Coin, yes. Camino Company, gold and silver. Uh, that's CaminoCompany.com.
0: We will be right back with his expert analysis and opinion. This is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. Facts matter. And the fact is that until the COVID-19 genetic therapy injections hit the scene, we didn't have thousands of young athletes dying in competition, in training, or home asleep in their beds. We didn't blame things like a previously undiagnosed genetic cardiac anomaly, or taking too cold a shower, or walking too briskly to class. And the fact is that it wasn't Israelis that kidnapped Palestinian Olympic athletes in Munich and murdered them. It wasn't Israelis that blew up nightclubs in Berlin and Indonesia. It wasn't Israelis that drove a truck through a Christmas parade in Wisconsin or shot up a Christmas market in Germany. It wasn't Israelis that stabbed to death festival-goers in Stockholm. It wasn't Israelis that did these things. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio.
4: Military families often sacrifice precious time away from loved ones while serving
0: our country. And for those with children, the separation can be especially difficult.
2: We were worried that with him leaving, that she would lose those connections with her dad.
4: Some of life's best moments happen between parents, children, and the pages of a good book. United Through Reading provides that connection.
3: You can watch your mom or dad read a book to you, and it almost
2: feels like they're really there.
0: We ensure they remain a consistent,
4: meaningful part of their children's lives, no matter the distance. Just seeing Jacob recognize Daddy again after a long time just melted my heart. And now, as we're facing greater isolation from our loved ones, united through reading is also available to veterans learn more about united through reading and download our free secure app at unitedthroughreading.org
0: this is the hervoy moritz show on today's news talk tnt radio
1: it is our final segment with adriana Reed, head trader office manager at camino coin camino company.com and so we've been discussing sort of the situation and where do precious metals now uh, come in, in 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 all of this?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as most people know, uh, precious metals are considered a safe haven investment or a hedge, um, which I think, you know, my rule of thumb is, is that you can always prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And then, you know, that's kind of where we stand right now, especially with the way things are going. You know, we have a lot of economic situations are in limbo. Uh, We're coming up also on a presidential year in America, which I think um, is going to cause a lot of division in our country, unfortunately. Um, At the same time, I also think, you know, we have to watch as things play out globally, like we've spoke about earlier. Um, So I'm very adamant about, you know, every household should own precious metals at this point in time, um, just as that preparation safe haven kit that you can just, you know, stash away, and it's there for a rainy day when you need it. Um, Unfortunately, I do think things are going to get worse in the economy um, before they get better. Um, Like I said, I think that we have lots of things that we need to fix, but um, I believe in owning precious metals um, is absolutely critical um, to one's well-being to stay economically sound. Um, My personal opinion, I know a lot of people jump to ETFs and gold mining contracts, Um, I'm not a fan of them personally. I've always been raised that physical assets are the way to go. Um, you know, it's, if you, you own it, you hold it, you buy it, it's yours. Um, and I still stand by that. Um, we do ship throughout the entire United States and we have no limit on orders. So I can handle any order that anyone throws my way. Um, we have everything that you need. We have some of the lowest prices in the entire country. We're very, very competitive with, uh, against other dealers as well. Um, my rule of thumb is is that I always say whatever your spending capacity, if you can, I recommend that you go 50/50 gold and silver. I find that gold is much more stable in some sense. You know, when we have market turns or market changes, one to two percent is you know kind of not really a huge difference. Um, but silver has a lot more volatility, so um it takes on its own um, pulls on your heartstrings probably a lot more on an on a good day and a bad day than it would. Um, as much as gold. So I do recommend having both. Um, The other aspect of it is owning silver is um, in Venezuela. I've talked about this on Dave's show multiple times. um, When things really went south with hyperinflation and their currency devalued, um, people were trading gold and silver to pay for things. That became in sense, uh, it's new currency for for the time being. And um, so that's why I also do recommend having it on hand you know, like I said, I'm a prepare for the worst type of situation. Um, I live in California, so I do understand preparing for the worst probably more than other people do. Um, just because, you know, we are under some interesting rules <laughs> and rulers, I should say. Um, so like, like I said, um, you can use the silver. I think gold's really great. Um, the other thing too is, is, if you are concerned about the banking system, it's a great way to get your money out and it safely be stored um without the the same risk that you can have in other assets
1: yeah and just to add you know i've had you know i i buy precious metals and just don't even think about it uh i, I like it's 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 a secure you know it's it preserves your wealth it's it's an yeah. insurance um sometimes i run into the problem where i don't i, I put it away and I, sometimes I, I i wonder i i forget what- that that I have some um, somewhere, but, uh, and I think your point is important that it has to be within reach somewhere, um, physically, you know, in a country that you live in, in a neighboring country, or maybe in a, you know, in a third country where you have a residency or something. Um, I had a bad experience, you know, not to badmouth them. I was a big fan of them for a while, Gold Money, which has vaults abroad. um, Mm -hmm. And I've interviewed some of their researchers, like, I, I think it's McLeod. Uh, I'm forgetting his first name now, uh, but they're really good. But uh, they froze my account twice, two years in a row, demanding so much information. Uh, and I just mm. had to shut my account because I felt like I couldn't trust them. Like, what if they shut my account? They take my yeah. precious metals. And I'm like, no, I need to have, it needs to be within physical reach. Uh, and, and what about also I see on your website, you um, sell b- b- besides gold and silver, platinum and palladium, w- w- um yeah what are what about those uh metals
4: yeah absolutely so you can do platinum and palladium my personal recommendation if you're a novice buyer is to not hop into platinum and palladium immediately um the reason being is gold and silver is kind of the main stage and then platinum and palladium i believe takes a little bit more research to really understand um platinum as everybody knows you know you know your dad buys your mom a platinum ring, it's the most expensive thing in the entire world. Um, it actually dropped below gold a couple of years ago. Um, and so it's actually not the head metal anymore. Uh, a lot of people think that it has potential to recorrect. correct um, I think one of the reasons that it did drop down the way it did is it has to do with Cadillac converters, platinum and conductors. Um, I know there's a lot of EV vehicles that were gonna use platinum in their Cadillac converters and they didn't pass emissions Program. So then the contracts were dropped. I think that could have something to do potentially why platinum did what it did. Um, but uh, at the same time, a lot of people think it is going to recorrect. I think it could add a good diversification within a metals portfolio. But I am pretty adamant that we kind of stick to the simple stuff. Um, like you said, this is an insurance factor. So it's gotta be the stuff that we know really, really well. Um, you know how to use it, what to do with it. It's much easier to deal with, in my personal opinion, is the gold and silver aspect. Um, but I am always open to individuals if they're aware of what they want and we can kind of get to an understanding of you know what works best for them. I'm more than happy to help them with some platinum and palladium also.
1: All right, we got a... Um call from Joe, who's out in California. Uh, we're running think, out of time, but real real quick, Joe, what's uh, what's uh, on your mind?
3: Yeah, Adriana, all the brightest minds that I'm seeing, I listen to so many podcasts, you know, metals guys that talk their book, Shuckman and, you know, all those guys. Then I listen to the Bitcoin guys. I mean, you know, the, the arguments that Tim Booth makes, um, that one British guy that has the podcast, What Bitcoin Did, very good one he said, look, everybody under 45, people who are somewhat kind of tech savvy are going to look at gold and silver like those racks of CDs that you still have from 15 to 25 years ago. It's just, it's kind of played out. What do you, being a gold silver person, what do you say to that argument that like, we don't use CDs and DVDs, that that's the old way, you know, things are changing so rapidly. We obviously look at the, you know, Bitcoin's price growth where Everyone says, oh, gold at an all time high. No, the all time high is still from 1980 in purchasing power by far. That's what was it, $830 in 1980. That's like almost $3,000 now. So it's nowhere near uh-huh. its purchasing power high in 1980. What say you?
4: Yeah. So my perspective is I think that we have to look at the cryptocurrencies. I think that they have a place. So I don't want to bash them in that sense. Um, I do think they have a place. But at the same time, you know, there was people who bought into Bitcoin at sixty five thousand and, you know, they lost forty five thousand dollars on one coin alone. So, you know, I think that that's a, a major concern. I think that cryptos are going to be their own space, in my personal opinion. Um, I'm thirty five years old myself, so obviously I fall in that spectrum of of individuals that should be buying cryptocurrency because I'm so tech savvy, right? Um, But I am adamant and a believer that physical precious metals, we're talking about the same currency that Christ used. So obviously they have some longevity. um, And I think, unfortunately, too, my generation is also going to get a rude awakening as far as investments and different things go because of the way that they maneuver. Um, That I think that some of them will do very, very well. But I think that I come from a very... Um, unfortunately greedy and spoiled generation um that may have to learn the hard way so like i said um you know you i run the concern too being that you are in california also what if the grid goes down what are they going to do with their bitcoin and how are they going to get in contact and get what they need to use it for so i think that we can have a, a everybody can have a seat at the table in my opinion so I do believe that my generation should probably become more aware of precious metals and find its place and then put cryptocurrency in its own box.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, we've had precious metals from the beginning of time uh, and, you know, CDs came and went, but we've always had um, gold and silver. They're not going anywhere. And you know, we're running out of time, but, you know, um, I was going to make the point as well, uh, allocation, you know, you can have 25. So, I mean, some people go up to 20, 25, 30% gold and silver, which is kind of what I uh, like. And you have like 25% cash and you got real estate and you have crypto. So, you know, it's a win-win for everyone. So if you lose on gold and silver, you can win on Bitcoin, vice versa, yeah. uh, and, and, yeah. and, and so forth. We're two minutes to midnight. You know, if there are any other um thoughts um you know any thoughts going ahead if gold and silver might eventually reach new highs I think 2011 silver hit 50 bucks uh an ounce you know any other thoughts
4: you know I I'm not a huge fan of trying to predict where markets are going to go in our industry um I'm adamant that you know it's like you said it's an insurance factor you know you wouldn't pay your car insurance because you know the future of what it holds you're putting yourself at risk if you're not insured. And that's what I'm kind of doing is in our asset bracket is my opinion is that I'm insuring people. So number one, my rule of thumb is when you have extra cash that you aren't going to need to turn around and get back, that's the perfect time to put it in precious metals, hide it away and then call it a day. Um, and then purchase as you go along, if you want a dollar cost average or you want to do a big purchase at the beginning and then just, you know, put it to the side. But, um, Like you said, I I believe that there's a space for everything at this point in time. As long as it supports liberty and freedom, I'm all for it. So, um, you know, physical assets, are they have their place still. I don't think they're being aged out. Um, I do believe that they're going to fulfill their purposes. Um, But I do think the economy is is very rocky, and I do think um, it wouldn't be a bad time to own some.
1: All right, we got 30 seconds left. Just real quick, CaminoCompany.com is the website. They can call you, they can email you. Can they actually visit your uh, physical location? Yeah,
4: if you, have a, you can visit our location. We're in Menlo Park. Um, you can also uh, email me directly at avriana at CaminoCompany.com. We have a 24 seven website um, and you can also give us a call at 800-348-8001.
1: Thank you for being with us, uh, Adriana, CaminoCompany.com. Uh, thanks so much.